Welcome to Guys Without Helmets, a podcast about pro and fantasy football. My name is Dave Hanvey. I'm the host, and I'm joined, as always, by my guys, Josh and Caleb. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to break down each of the teams, tell you guys who they currently have on their roster, some of their marquee players, and I want you guys to come at me with their immediate needs. In other words, what do they need this season via the draft or free agency or however they're going to get there? I'm going to give you guys the team. You guys are going to fill the needs. First team. Arizona Cardinals. Now, they've been active in free agency. They picked up A.J. Green. Uh, last year, we know they got DeAndre Hopkins. A great, great move. In fact, just today, they bring in James Conner to run with Chase Edmonds. And we already know they're stacked at quarterback with Kyler Murray. That said, what are their immediate needs going into this season? Yeah, the Cardinals are actually a pretty stacked team. They don't need much, but they do need help at the tight end position. They lost their tight end, Dan Arnold, to free agency this year. He went to the Panthers. And they also need some help on the defensive line. Their defense is pretty solid other than that. I mean, they have two guys on the edge, J.J. Watt, yeah. and they have a real good safety in Buda Baker and some good corners. So they really just need some more depth on that defense. Yeah, my biggest thing is depth at the cornerback. They have a guy named Robert Alford who's missed the last two years, and he's their third best cornerback as of now. So they need to add a few more members there. And they also have linebackers headed by Isaiah Simmons, Jordan Hicks, and Marcus Golden. And Jordan Hicks combined for over 250 tackles over the last two years with the Cardinals. Yeah, and they have the 16th pick overall right in the middle of the heap. So there's a good chance if they're trying to address the defense, as you guys mentioned, they'll be able to grab somebody at 16 that's going to help make a difference right away. Let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Now, we said in previous episodes that they've been moving a lot of people around, so not entirely sure what their game plan is. Uh, so without further ado, guys, tell me what their needs are. Um, they actually need almost every position on the defense. They need a safety, a corner, a defensive end, a defensive tackle, and linebackers. Mm-hmm. Yep, and safeties, they only have three on their roster as of now. We were talking about this earlier, guys. We're not going to dive too much into this coming draft because that's a later episode. They're picking at four. Tell me your thoughts on this. You were saying that they're probably not going to take the guy they want at four because they could get him later, right? If a quarterback falls to them like Justin Fields, as we've heard, Mac Jones might be heading number three to the 49ers. Mm -hmm. I think that's an option if they want to head on from Matt Ryan in the future. Kyle Pitts is another option if they want to grab possibly the best offensive weapon in the draft. Right. And a third option would be possibly trading back to get a defensive player for that shallow defense. Yeah, I think picking the best available at four is probably beneficial because they need so many different positions on their team. So I think getting Pitts or getting a new quarterback or getting one of those high-end defensive players would be worth it for them. Yeah, without jumping into you know who we think they're necessarily going to draft, I would agree. I think they have a great opportunity to get a defensive player that they want by trading and getting themselves a few more picks. I think trading back is a great spot for them because there's no definitive number one defensive end or corner or whatever. It's all up in the air. So trading back will give them an opportunity to get more value. Yeah, so basically what we're saying is the Falcons, they can do whatever they want. They have all power right now to do whatever they want with this pick, and they can get whatever they want because they need anything right now. Yeah, and it's a new regime, so let's see how it goes. Okay, moving on to the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore have picked up uh, wide receiver Sammy Watkins from Kansas City. Of course, they still have Brown. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's explosive. Dobbins came on as their running back. They still have the Gus bus. So they have some weapons on offense. What do you guys think they're going to do with their pick this year? They are picking 27th. So what are their needs? They are a pretty shallow wide receiver, and they're pretty shallow at linebacker, so they can really get any of those positions. And speaking of receivers, they really went after every free agent receiver. Yeah. Kenny Galladay, T.Y. Hilton, Juju, and none of them accepted their offers so could be looking for a big time receiver in the draft here early yeah and I think free agent receivers speaking of that is that they don't want to go to a team they know they're not going to get the ball in their hands Watkins has been on a couple teams and when he's healthy he seems to be productive Brown seems to be explosive so there is some room for them to definitely upgrade with wide receiver 
And speaking of right tackle, Orlando Brown says he feels more comfortable on the left side of the offensive line. Mm-hmm. So speaking of getting a tackle early if they don't go receiver, I think Tevin Jenkins is a good option for them. All right, so the Buffalo Bills, obviously Stephon Diggs was a huge acquisition for them. Gabriel Davis was working out well for them as well. Uh, Josh Allen, he's, I think, you know, again, we, we can debate this in another episode. I think he's stepping up every year and showing his value. Uh, we all agree that the running back position is a, a gaping hole for them. They've been running back by committee, even though they have uh, Matt Breida and Moss and Singletary, and that may not be enough. I'm thinking running back. Guys, tell me a little bit about the needs that they need to address this season. I could see them going running back because they are all their backs are kind of similar. They're right. not really explosive or really elite. Um, they do have cornerback Trey White. He is objectively a top five corner, but they are pretty shallow at that position. I could see them getting a corner where they're drafting. Yeah, they only have two good corners, in my opinion, Trey White and Levi Wallace. If they had someone else, I don't even know if they would have held on to Levi Wallace. All right, we're moving on to the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, big news from last week. Sam Darnold looks to be their starting quarterback. At least he's most uh, sites have him uh, number one on their depth chart. Uh, they have my guy, Run CMC, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. They definitely have some weapons there. Um, and they are currently picking eighth in this draft. So what are some needs, Josh, that you think they need to address? I think a big need for them is offensive tackle. And I think that another need is cornerback because since James Bradbury has been gone, they haven't had a lot of impact there. And mm-hmm. now they recently signed A.J. Boye, but they might be looking to add another cornerback in the draft. Yeah, I think offensive tackle is the way to go, especially now getting Sam Darnold. They need to protect him. But also, it takes that pressure off this pick to get a quarterback. They don't have to if they do believe in Sam Darnold. Right. And also, a lineman will help out with Christian McCaffrey and keep him a little more healthier than he's been. All right. Rapid Fire continues with the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears are drafting with the 20th pick. Andy Dalton's there now. David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen are running the football. What are some needs that the Chicago Bears need to address? Yeah, I mean, Allen Robinson has been great for them. Um, he would be better with an actual quarterback. I think they could get a wide receiver here because they are pretty shallow at that position. Right. Um, they could go offensive lineman. I would think they go quarterback, too. They can get their future here because Andy Dalton will be here temporarily, I think. Yeah. I think another position that they need to address is cornerback. Mm-hmm. They added Desmond Trufant from the Lions mm-hmm. as well as Artie Burns from the Steelers just two years ago. And I don't think, quite honestly, that these two guys are going to cut it for that defense. Yeah, I think it would be beneficial for them to just to draft a new guy there at corner. Yeah, I would agree. All right, guys, rapid fire continues. Cincinnati Bengals, um, they have the fifth pick overall in this draft. And, guys, as I look down their offensive depth chart, I know they have Joe Burrow, and they, they're trying to get some guys in that can protect him. Um, but I, I see some holes on offense, certainly from a fantasy perspective. What do you guys think they need to do this year to help their team? Last year, they were kind of lacking at receiver. They did have Higgins step up, but A.J. Green has left a void there. I think they can get a receiver. I think they wouldn't get it that early, though, in the first round. Mm-hmm. I think they would address protecting the new quarterback, Joe Burrow, with that pick and getting a tackle. Yeah, and they drafted Jonah Williams just a few years ago, but mm-hmm. he hasn't necessarily lived up to expectation. And they added Riley Reef to right tackle, but he's also an older tackle. So they could be looking to add future there. And I think that they need to get um, a tight end because they don't have one, really. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Let's move to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, obviously, Jarvis Landry, a healthy Beckham potentially. They have some weapons on offense. Of course, a two-headed monster running the football with Chubb and Hunt. Baker Mayfield. Defense seems to be stacked. Not much to say here, guys. What do you think? Yeah, I think Cleveland, they're a real solid team. I think they can just look at any depth at their defense. They need some more defensive tackle and some help at linebackers because their offense is pretty pretty stout. And just recently, they've been talking to Javion Clowney, who'd be adding on to the edge with Miles Garrett. I mean, they're a playoff team. Obviously, they made a great run last year. Good season. Ended too short for them. I think this year is going to be a lot of the same. So I think the Cleveland Browns are set up for success. 
All right, moving on to the Dallas Cowboys. Famously, they have one of the best wide receiver core in the league. They have Ezekiel Elliott and hopefully a healthy Dak Prescott. Uh, what are some needs that they need to address this year in free agency or in the draft? Dallas is a, a decent squad. Um, they do need help at um, a lot of positions. I'll just name them off real quick. They need help at tackle, tight end, corner, center, linebacker. They need a backup quarterback because they only have two on their roster currently, mm-hmm. and they need a defensive end. It sounds like Alden Smith is not going to be in town, but they've left it open for him to come back as well. Right. Agreed. It already seems like it's a foregone conclusion that Patrick Sertain's coming to town, but I think there could be surprises. Make sure you stay tuned for our draft uh, episode coming up soon. I, for one, think uh, think that they're going to surprise us with their pick, barring a trade. All right, guys. Rapid Fire continues. Denver Broncos. They have Sutton and Judy, obviously, as their wide receivers. Melvin Gordon is still there. Royce Freeman. But the gaping hole seems to be quarterback. I don't think it's any uh, mystery that they're probably going after a quarterback. What do you guys think? That's the most logical thing for them because they've really been looking for their quarterback since Peyton Manning left. Like mm-hmm. Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, the Lobster. All these people we know that didn't fill the void that was left when Manning left. But I do think on the defensive side of ball, they do need some depth at the corner position. Mm-hmm. They need a defensive tackle, and they need some help at linebacker because they are an aging group of guys. Mm-hmm. Von Miller's there. I think that, that they can just use some depth there. Yeah, they're definitely not getting any younger. All right, the next team up is the Detroit Lions. Uh, we did talk a little bit about them in the last episode, guys. Go back and give that one a listen because we did break down uh, the difference between them and the Rams this year with the trade that happened between their quarterbacks. But they definitely have a gaping hole at wide receiver. Or what are some other things they need to address in Detroit? Just like the other teams, another need is cornerback as well as defensive tackle, safety, and linebacker. Yeah, also I think wide receiver is a position there that they need because the, the free agents they pulled in are okay, but they're not those those all-star guys you're looking for. Yeah, they need definitely need someone to make an impact. And with them going into the seventh pick, I think a wide receiver is in their future for sure. The Green Bay Packers seem to be another team that's poised for greatness. They had a great season last year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was out of this world. Of course, they have Adams and Lazard starting for him at wide receiver this year. And they have Aaron Jones, and we love Aaron Jones here. So they also have a relatively low first-round pick at 29. Uh, What does this team need to do to get ready for the season? The Packers, they really need to do whatever Rodgers wants to do. Because today, I forget what show he was on, but he said, is something romantic about leaving your career at the top? Mm. And they mentioned Barry Sanders. So I think if he's if he's not happy there with the weapons that they give him, then I could see him retiring sometime soon. Yeah, it looks like he's more interested in maybe hosting Jeopardy. I know it doesn't take a lot of his time, 40 some days, but (laughs) still, I'd rather see him throw the football. Yeah, I think they really do need to address weapons because just having Devontae Adams and a running back isn't really ideal for Aaron Rodgers. All right, let's keep moving down the road with the Houston Texans. Now, they do not have a pick in the first round. They have managed to trade those away with their (laughs) hilarious GM activity in the past. Uh, but they do have Brandon Cooks. They have Andre Roberts, Randall Cobb all to start for them at wide receiver. They do not have Deshaun Watson in terms of his willingness to play. So they brought in Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Finley, and let's not forget the uh, the ever-valuable David Johnson and Mark Ingram are going to be their running backs. I say that sarcastically because, obviously, again, from a fantasy perspective, they got some holes to fill. But team-wide, what do they need to do to help this team? Yeah, they basically need everything. They need wide receivers beyond Brandon Cooks, and Randall Cobb's not going to be in the league forever. They also need young tight ends that can catch the football. (laughs) They also need a center because Nick Martin is headed to the Raiders, as well as safety and defensive end. Yeah, I agree. There seems to be way more needs than they're going to have an opportunity to fill, either with this draft or free agency. All right, moving right along. The Indianapolis Colts, uh, one of our favorite teams to talk about. Seems like they are stacked on offense. We all know the Wentz trade and the Jonathan Taylor draft last year. Just great players at wide receiver. 
They have the 21st pick in this draft. Guys, what are some things the Colts need to do to get better? I think they need to address the defensive end, and they also need a wide receiver because T.Y. Hilton, I think he signed a one-year deal, Mm -hmm. and then he's probably going to retire after that or move somewhere else. And Michael Pittman might be good. We'll wait and see, but they need some depth at wide receiver. To bring up the draft, I think with that pick, if players like Jalen Phillips, Mm -hmm. defensive end from Miami, falls to them, or J.C. Horn, cornerback, Caleb Farley, Mm -hmm. or even Christian Darisol to replace Anthony Costanzo, who just recently retired. Right. I think those are great picks in the draft for them at pick 21. Yeah, and to be honest, I think these this team almost falls in the category of, you know, just retool and do what you did uh, with Carson Wentz back there. Their running game is superb. Uh, Pittman was a surprise, and, uh, you know, they seem to be clicking on all cylinders. So, all right, let's go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, no spoiler here, they're drafting from Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence exactly so he's going to be the Jones he's going to be their quarterback 100 percent um they have a lot of needs on this team where do you think they go in free agency or with the rest of their draft to improve their team yeah I think it's pretty obvious that they get their quarterback at one I think they need to address some other parts of their team on the defense in this draft I think they need to get some corners um some safeties and some defensive tackles and their cornerbacks currently are Shaq Griffin and CJ Henderson Mm -hmm. from last draft and everyone else in the secondary is generally just a fast guy. Yeah, and you know I'm not sure. Again, talking about bringing in wide receivers like Marvin Jones, they brought him from Detroit, and DJ Chark. They have players that are good. We don't know if they're great, and we don't know what kind of fantasy impact they're going to have. So they've definitely got some room in a lot of places to improve. All right, the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously weapons everywhere, guys. What are they looking to do? They have the 31st pick in this draft. I think big need is. Offensive tackles, they recently released Eric Fisher, former first overall pick, and Mitchell Schwartz, one of the best tackles in the league because they were both hurt. So I think that's a big spot for them. But they also re-signed right tackle Mike Remmers to replace Mitchell Schwartz there. Yeah, I think another thing they need to address is the wide receiver position. I mean, they, all, their offense revolves around Kelsey and Hill, really, and Mahomes right. making all the magic happen. Right. I think if they get someone other than some, some locker room guy out there like Demarcus Robinson, they could replace him with somebody who's actually has hands, I guess, because mm-hmm. the, everyone they have right now is just really fast, like Mikael Hardman. But they don't really—they're splash players. They don't—they're not right. really consistent. Running wind sprints out there. Yeah, the uh, most conditioned guys in the league. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, and again, I just think they're just poised to do what they do. I mean, they have a—they have a Hall of Fame head coach. You know, they have what many see as the future. You know, of our of the league with uh, Patrick Mahomes, and like you said, they got a lot of splashy guys who can who can do damage. But we saw how they were exploited in that uh, Super Bowl. So, all right, let's move to the Los Angeles Chargers. Obviously, they struck gold with Justin Herbert last year in the draft. This year, they've got Lucky Thirteen, new coach. They still have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, and they're going to have Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson running the football for them. So, there's some hope for you fantasy guys out there with this team. What do you think they're going to address before the season starts? The Chargers did a great job of reinforcing the offensive line on the right side as they added center Corey Lindsley, mm-hmm. Matt Filer, and Brian Bulaga. But they recently released guard Trey Turner, and they only have one tackle on the left side, Trey Pipkins. Yeah, it seems like that team is definitely going to get better. Just the way that they, they lost a couple of games close last year. I'm not looking at the metrics right now, but they seem to be in a lot of games that they just didn't have the ability to close out. Otherwise, they would have had a much better end of their season. And while they're getting safety Derwin James back, they also lost Perriman, a linebacker, and they also lost Casey Hayward, one of the longtime corners there. Okay, another team without a pick in the first round this year is the Los Angeles Rams. But we've also, once again, covered them pretty pretty deeply in terms of their depth on offense in the previous episodes. So what do you guys think? They're not drafted first round. They have a great coach, kind of like Kansas City. Great coach, great formula, great players. What do you guys think they need to do? 
Yeah, I think they really need to address their defense a little bit. They need some help at linebacker and defensive end. But I think the main thing that the Rams need is going to sound funny. And I don't know if they'll be able to get them late in the draft or as a free agent, but they need help at the kicker position. <laughs> because they were struggling last year. I think they lost a game or two because their kickers were missing things, like Sloman and Matt Gay's there. But I don't know if he's going to be the guy for them. He's pretty inconsistent. Kickers are pretty in and out the door if they mess up. That, that's really the only thing Sadly. I see this team needing is a, a solid kicker because they're a pretty solid team right now. Yeah, place kicker on the roster currently is Matt Gay and Austin McGinnis. Studs. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Household names. But, yep, I agree. It is it, Special teams is seldom talked about, but it's such a big part of this yeah, game it's, still. It's, yeah, it's over 40% of the game, right? Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. All right, the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders, baby. Uh, the Raiders are going into another year with undoubtedly going to be some creative picks. They are definitely been creative with how they draft. They're at number 17 this year. What do you guys think that the buzz cut bandit and the boys are going to do? Sadly, after drafting three or four receivers last year, I still think that's a need. I would agree. <laughs> they, they seem to always need receivers. Yeah, currently, they have Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, both rookies from last season, mm -hmm. and Hunter Renfro as their other starter with John Brown coming up. So he'll probably start over Renfro more than likely, but he's currently the fourth receiver. The way that people are talking bad about um, Devontae Smith, he's falling down people's draft boards for I, I don't see why. Mm -hmm. They're more infatuated with the fast guy and Jalen Waddle. I think that, as silly as it sounds, Devontae Smith could drop to their laps and they, they, they could get somebody actually worth drafting. Yeah, I don't disagree. And, I mean, Darren Waller covers a multitude of sins because he's such an athletic tight end. He brings a lot to that offense. So it's obviously like you have another wide receiver out there with his hands and his skill set. If they get Devontae Smith, they'd be drafting the wide receiver one from the uh, Alabama, not number four. Which yeah, Henry, Henry Ruggs, Ruggs is fourth in the depth. Make chart. a little more sense, wouldn't it? Okay. The Miami Dolphins famously got Tua Tungavailoa last year, who turned out to be pretty good. Obviously, a rookie, still having some room to grow. They clearly have some needs on the offense. Devonta Parker's there. Uh, Miles Gaskins did step up last year. I'm not sure if he's the answer moving in this year. What do you guys think they need to do in Miami? Yeah, they also signed Will Fuller to help them out a little bit. I think that they could address wide receiver here because they could get anyone from Alabama because getting two of some guys he's comfortable with, sure. more comfortable with, can help him out, shake off some of that rust. Because it looked like last year he was still kind of feeling that injury, the fear of it, not really the pain. Mm -hmm. But I think shaking off that rust this year will really help him out. Yeah, I agree. And uh, noticeably, they've traded already in this draft, which I like what they've done. You know, we talked about this the last couple of years. We want our listeners to kind of get a glimpse of what we've talked about. Tanking for Tua was very famously the line that was associated with this. But I think they did a great job moving free agents with contracts, uh, bringing in free agents, because they haven't stopped bringing in people. It's been a revolving door with this new regime, but they've kind of done it the Patriot way, the quiet, unassuming way, and it seems to be paying off for them. Yeah, Brian Flores is the first good apple to fall from the Belichick tree. I agree. <laughs> They've done a very good job of accumulating draft picks through mm -hmm. trades as well as getting great value. For their existing free agents. Yes. Yeah. All right, we're going to move down the road to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they obviously still have an aging Adam Thielen and a second-year player in Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook is a monster at running back. What do you guys think they need to address? I think you said it just there. Um, they need to draft a wide receiver because they're losing their, their top guy right now. Justin Jefferson's clearly the heir apparent. Right. But Adam Thielen, he will leave a giant void in that offense if they do not replace him soon. And I think he's has a few years left in his contract, one or two, Josh. Yeah, Adam Thielen's contract actually ends in 2024, but I believe the last year they could void and they could be one year off for the team. 
Gotcha. So with him aging, uh, you guys both agree that there is a chance they could once again go back to wide receiver somewhere early in this draft. Yeah, they also need to address their offensive tackles because they did lose Riley Reef to mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals. Right. They also need to address their defensive ends because they're pretty shallow there. Mm-hmm. And they also could get a kicker in free agency because they, they cut Dan Bailey this year. And speaking of defensive end, they also get Daniil Hunter back, who was not playing last year. He's a very good defensive end for them. Gotcha. And with the 14th pick this year, they could definitely make a splash at wide receiver, I think, should they want to go that direction. All right. The New England Patriots are oddly in a position not dead bottom of the draft. So they have a pretty good draft pick this year. But aside from that, it looks like they brought in some key free agents. Not sure what kind of impact they're going to have outside of tight end. So you guys tell me what you think they need to address in the draft and in free agency this year. Yeah, I think they could try to go for wide receiver here. They have a lot of guys on their roster, but they're all kind of B-list guys. There's no elite players on their roster other mm-hmm. than their tight ends. They could address quarterback here. I could actually see them trading up because they do have a lot of late-round picks because they've always been accumulating third- and fourth-round picks every year. Right. Linebacker depth, they do have a lot of names on their linebacker core, but yeah. they don't have any Marching. young yeah, young elite players there. Right. They're all older. Their team's very solid. It's just a matter of getting some elite big-name players there. Yeah, and they're staring at a 15th overall pick. So if he were, say, trying to address him, again, we're going to have a whole show dedicated to who we think they're going to draft. We're just spitballing this stuff rapid fire. But if they are going to address Julian Edelman retiring today with the 15th pick, again, there's meat on the bone potentially for bringing in a marquee young receiver. Bill Belichick last year stated that not drafting a quarterback last year was Mm -hmm. definitely not the plan. So they could be looking at another quarterback here, as Cam Newton didn't do super well last year. Yeah, I agree. And and again, we'll, we will have an entire episode dedicated to the first round of the draft, and we will give you our bold predictions. So you can never nail it, but we're going to do our best in the weeks to come to get that out for you. All right, moving along. We're going to go to New Orleans. We're going to talk about recently retired Drew Brees, leaving that for Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill to take over. He does have Michael Thomas, uh, Traquan Smith, and Alvin Kamara still there. So what do you guys think they need to address this year in free agency or the draft? More importantly, they have to address their defense because these guys, you can go to a Shoney's breakfast special and you'll probably see them there in the morning because right. they're, they're old. They're not getting young. Yeah, They need to address their, their age and their defense. They're really solid. They're just old. And as you said it earlier, you listed off the names of the offensive players. Mm-hmm. That's basically it for them. They have Traquan Smith and Marquez Callaway, mm-hmm. and they also have rookie from last year, Adam Troutman. But beyond that, they don't have many other players. They could be looking to add another one in the draft. Yeah, I agree. They, they have, like you said, Caleb, they have a ton of good players that are aging and would likely need to find replacements for yeah, each of I mean, of they're those. great. They're just getting old. Yeah, and this team isn't far off you know, from making a playoff run deep. I think, obviously, it's a wait and see for the quarterback position. I guess the big question will be, did Jameis Winston learn enough from Drew Brees on the sideline to not throw a million picks and to be a more consistent quarterback? This team's definitely in in the contention for the Super Bowl, but what is the team going to be in a couple of years? We don't know. Yeah, uh, I agree. So they need to address that. All right, rapid fire continues. The New York football giants, we famously are not fans of Daniel Jones being the captain of that ship. So whether or not they draft a quarterback, we'll talk about again in a future episode. I can tell you that Darius Slayton and Kenny Galladay are going to be catching the ball for him. Kyle Rudolph is there this year as well. And Saquon Barkley looks to return healthily giving you fantasy lovers an opportunity to draft a guy and make a big impact and splash in your league. What do you guys think they're going to do, either with the 11th pick this year or in free agency before the season starts? I like them getting linebackers. They have Blake Martinez, who's usually a big tackle guy, 
but they've lost a couple of guys in the last couple of years, including David Mayo this year. Right. So I think getting someone lined up with Blake Martinez is a very big, important spot for them. I think another thing the Giants really need to address is their cornerback position. Right. Because I believe they were bottom-tier defense last year as far as letting people score against them and yards. So I think they definitely need to address that in free agency or the draft. Right. And to add on that, they did add Odori Jackson, who's more of a faster guy. Didn't really live up to expectations, but he is a solid cornerback. But beyond James Bradbury and Adore Jackson, they're really relying on Darnay Holmes from last year, who was drafted last year. So it could be another spot for them, as Caleb said. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's move to their uh, who they share a stadium with, the New York Jets. The New York Jets are going to pick second. Recently, they traded their quarterback to the Carolina Panthers, Sam Darnold. We talked about that, leaving the door wide open for them to draft a quarterback. So that off the table, what are the Jets' biggest needs? Wait, you don't like James Morgan starting? Hey, James Morgan, hey. What can I say James about James Morgan? Morgan? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but what else do they need to do in, in either through the draft or in the offseason to <clears throat> help their team? Yeah, I think obviously they're going to get Zach Wilson or another quarterback at two. It's looking like Zach Wilson right now. They need to address on their team a running back position because they have Ty Johnson right now. And I'm not really feeling too good about that. They need help at the cornerback position, mm -hmm. and they need help at offensive tackle. Their offensive lines had – they have a couple big names on them, like mm -hmm. Makai Becton, Connor McGovern, Greg Van Roten, and George Fant. Right. But they haven't exactly lived up to expectations. So getting this mobile quarterback likely in Zach Wilson, as well as probably shoring up one side of the offensive line because they did last year with Makai Becton, mm -hmm. I think that's a big key for them in this draft, as well as getting Zach Wilson. Yeah, I would agree. It, again, it seems like kind of like the Bengals. They still have a lot of room that they need to catch up with free agency and the draft. So, all right, let's go to the Philadelphia Eagles. We've mentioned before the dumpster fire that was the end of their season. Lots of people shifting around. They have traded into the draft with the Dolphins. So that lands them back to 12, that trade they did with the Dolphins in San Francisco. What do you think they're going to address in free agency and in the draft? What they really need is wide receiver. Because if you look at highlights last year, or lowlights, you can call them that, with Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts, when they snap the ball, the receivers aren't getting any separation until six, seven seconds after the ball snapped. So it's really no help for the quarterback. He has to scramble around and make stuff happen. And that's also why we saw Carson Wentz struggle so much throwing up nothing, because there was nothing there. Yeah, no one protecting him. Now, Caleb, I know you're high on Travis Fulgram. Jalen Riggers, who they chose to draft last year. Do you yep. think that they're going to address wide receiver again in the draft? I definitely think they do. I think they're going to try and get someone who's a little bit faster in Jalen Waddle. That's what I think they're getting. And speaking of other weapons, it sounds like Zach Ertz is out of town, so Dallas Goddard will step up and be the number one tight end there. And speaking of weapons, is in they lose Zach Ertz. Who knows uh, exactly where Pitts is going to fall. 12 seems like a stretch of that position. I think yeah. there's some teams that will take him in front of that. But initially, I thought when they were drafting six, that Pitts was the obvious choice. But with that trade, I'm not exactly sure what their plan is. All right, moving across state to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers have the 24th pick in this draft. Uh, they've re-signed Juju. Smith-Schuster is going to be there with them. Deontay Johnson, James Washington, Chase Claypool. They have an army of young receivers that still have yet to prove themselves, in my opinion. Running back, obviously, is a need. Ben Roethlisberger signed for one more year. What do you guys think they need to address in the draft or in free agency? Yeah, like you said, I think they need to address the running back position. They're in the perfect position to do that in this draft. Mm -hmm. I think they definitely need to get a quarterback. They could get someone slipped to them in the second or third, like Kyle Trask or Davis Mills, someone that's ready to go. Mm -hmm. And I think that they could also address cornerbacks and linebackers as well. The need they need is left tackle. They recently lost Alejandro Villanueva, and they do not have a current option for him there. Mm-hmm. And then they also need cornerbacks as they've lost three in free agency this year. 
And the last of the teams that does not have a first-round pick, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, again, we know that they're bringing back their veteran quarterback, Russell Wilson, or it appears at this point. They hope. They hope. Uh, they have Metcalf and Tyler Lockett catching the football for him, and, of course, Chris Carson. A couple of those guys are going to run for him. So from a fantasy perspective, they're going to put up some numbers if Russell Wilson comes back. But from a team perspective, what are they going to do to help this team this year? Um, they kind of need a lot to fill. Um, they need help at corner. They just lost Shaq Griffin. Um, they need help at defensive end. Uh, they need help at that O-line, especially right tackle, offensive guards, center, because you don't want Russell Wilson to be scrambling around right. and getting hurt like he has been. Yeah, He hasn't been hurt yet, thankfully, but he's been scrambling around. I just said before, they don't have a first-round pick, which they traded two for Jamal Adams, as well as having Quandry Diggs and Demarius Randall in their safeties. So that's a good spot for them. While their corners still have Trey Flowers and Witherspoon, but they need to find another one as they lost Shaq Griffin. Their offensive line is the most important, especially with the Arizona getting so heavy with their defense. They picked up J.J. Watt, and you can look at the Rams and their monsters on their D-line. They really need to do something about their O-line. All right, we're going to move to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they have a pick that's third overall. Again, no surprise that they seem to be poised to get a quarterback for that Shanahan system. Uh, however, we just don't know, and again, we'll talk about in another episode which one we think they're going to go after, but let's talk about that team and what kind of needs they're going to look to fill in the offseason with this pick. Yeah, like you said, I think it's pretty obvious they're going to go quarterback Fields or Mac Jones at three. I think they need to address their wide receivers. They do have some good guys in Ayuk and Debo Samuel, but they need to get some depth because they've both been kind of hurt recently, and they, they've had a bad history with injuries. They need to get someone that's kind of durable and more of an elite player. Another spot that they need is corner. They recently let Richard Sherman walk, but luckily they signed Jason Verrett back to the team. Yeah, there's definitely some needs on both sides of the ball, like you guys said, that they could address. It'll be anxious to see what they do beyond this third pick in the first round. We're going to move over to the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. To be honest, we're not going to spend a lot of time here. They've done exactly what we hoped and thought they would. They have signed their own. They're keeping their own. Uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are absolute weapons. We're not sure if Antonio Brown is going to make a return. I would like to see him come back, of course. Rob Gronkowski seems to be poised to come back. And, of course, Tom Brady, the GOAT, is going to be there, as well as a bunch of defensive players that they've signed. So is there anything you guys want to add? It seems like the strategy is sign our own free agents. Yeah, I think the main thing they could do in this draft is get some depth. They did some good free agent moves already. They signed Giovanni Bernard to help with that running back rotation. Because Lenny's pretty good. Ronald Jones pretty good. They both had some injuries in the past. I think getting Gio in there is really beneficial. Yep, Giovanni Bernard's a good add because they led the league in running back drops. Yeah, and Gio Bernard is a solid catchback. Yep, so. Considered one of the best receivers in the backfield in the league. He's a possibility that he's the James White to Tom Brady as they've they really put Leonard Fournette out there as a receiver often because Ronald Jones is not known for catching the football. All right, moving on to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, obviously, Ryan Tannehill is king there and Derrick Henry. These king guys, Henry. King Henry. These guys are, are together are going to be great on your fantasy roster. They also have uh, Westbrook and Brown. As their receivers, uh, I think they could do a little something to beef that uh, wide receivers up on their team, but we'll wait and see. What do you guys think they're going to do with the 22nd pick, and what do they need to address in, in free agency? They need to address their wide receivers. I think their tight ends as well. They lost Johnny Smith to the Patriots, but they do have Anthony Ferkser, who's a good blocking tight end. He's not really an offensive weapon. Right. Um, wide receivers, uh, they lost Corey Davis to the Jets. They still have A.J. Brown. I think Josh is a good take. We'll talk about that in our future episode about mm -hmm. our draft choices they're gonna get a wide receiver we think they also need defensive tackles corners and safeties yep. and just like the Steelers they also lost three cornerbacks that were starting 
And luckily, they signed two defensive ends of free agency, and Danico Autry and Bud Dupree. So hopefully that's not a spot that they'll need to fill in this draft either. The Washington football team, Fitzmagic, journeyman quarterback, obviously can get the job. And he did great in Miami with that team. He's a veteran. He's smart. Seems to still have enough arm strength and, and enough poise. You know, when, when Tua was making bad choices last year and they pulled him, he came in. And, and the guy's great. You can't sell the locker room on this guy being your future. So as much as he helps Ron Rivera and he helps that team by having a veteran guy in there, I think the team buys it for now. But they have to come up with a solution uh, outside of the quarterback position. And, and guys, feel free to jump right in with that. But tell me what other big needs that they need to address in Washington. Yeah, I'm going to jump right in real quick about quarterback. I think they're trying to mimic teams that are defensive-heavy teams, and they're probably going to go somewhere like the Baltimore Ravens route and get a mm-hmm. mobile quarterback because they got – um, Antonio Gibson last year, and right. he's really he's a solid back, and that's what they want a two dimensional back. And I think being defensive heavy because they have so many studs in their defense that they're going to try and push that, keeping the other team's defense on the ball as long as they can. Yeah, and and this defense to, to just to piggyback on what you said, let's look at their draft picks for a second. Chase Young got in twenty twenty. Um, Payne they got in eighteen. Jonathan Allen seventeen. Uh, Sweat they got in nineteen. Um, Cole Holcomb, 19. I mean, all these guys, as you look down their depth chart, they've drafted within the last couple of years, and last year that defense was smoking. Yeah, I would look to them to be a really defensive-heavy team, especially with Ron Rivera there, and I think being a run-heavy offense and keeping the ball, the other team's defense on the field, like I said, just to wear them out, I think that's the best way to beat the NFC East. Because oh, yeah. you look at Dallas and what the Eagles are trying to make, they're trying to be an air raid offense, and that's the only way to stop that is keep the defense on the field. Yeah, pressure, pressure, pressure. There have been a few needs. Left tackle, I believe, is a need. Jerron Christian, their starting tackle as of now, has missed two out of the last three seasons. So if they're thinking about getting a quarterback in this draft, I think that's another need for them. Uh, linebacker, they have a couple of linebackers. They have John Bostick, David Mayo, Cole Holcomb, as you said, and Hudson. Those are a couple of solid guys, but I think getting a big-time guy in that backfield would be very good for them considering they've been updating that defensive line for quite some time. The NFC East looks to have some pressure yeah. via the Washington football team. One more sure. thing. I think the Washington, especially it's evident getting Fitzmagic in there, is that they're going to try and build up one more year yeah. and then go for it next year 100%. Yeah, and I don't want to overstate Taylor Heineke because let's be honest about what he really is as an NFL quarterback. But he came in and looked amazing, and that gives your team a spark. And yeah, this is that's e- also an easy thing to do when you play one game, though, because there's not Agreed. a lot of film on you. Agreed. But you've got the spark you know, in Taylor, and then you've got the journeyman in Ryan, so I think that buys him a buffer of time. But And I don't know that, that they're going to address it in this draft for sure, but quarterback is definitely on the horizon, whatever that may look like. So once again, we are so glad that you guys took some time to tune into Guys Without Helmets. We look forward week after week to talking about all of the activity year-round. Our goal with this podcast is to talk once a week, every week, even in the off-season. We're doing our best to get you your football fix during this off-season. So guys, hang in there. The draft's only a couple weeks away. Make sure to tune in every week and get more information about pro football and fantasy football from Guys Without Helmets. 